This week on The Swearwolves, we drop a couple deuces on ya. That's right, we're talking two part twos from popular 1980s horror franchises. Friday the 13th Part 2 and A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. We're back with another episode. You know, uh, since it's just David and I um, doing the podcast, uh, we've decided that we wanted to bring on, and we've had guests in the past, throughout yeah. our past first 100 episodes, but we wanted to start bringing guests on more often. And uh, one person that we thought of to bring on was our friend Joey. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> Hi. Uh, you are, the, you were with us when we met Robert England right. uh, a couple of years back and we stood in that line for eight hours. We've infamously talked about that story oh, a few times. Yeah, convention, yeah. Also kind of the, the gestation of the, uh, of the podcast. podcast. The birth. And how fucking hot it was that day. And it's so hot today. It reminds me of that day. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. It was terrible that yeah. day. But um, the, the swamp ass was prominent. Yeah. And this is kind of a good episode because the Robert England thing, I know uh, growing up, uh, you and your brother were Nightmare on Elm Street fans. You had that board game. Right. Uh, right. That you actually brought over that uh, uh, Robert yeah. England signed. Right. Um, it's in the room. And so this was a good episode for you because we're going to be talking about. Uh, the sequels to two of the biggest franchise probably ever in horror movies, uh, Friday the 13th Part 2 and A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. But before we get to that, uh, just real quick, are you, uh, what's your connection to horror films? Like, are you like a big horror fan? Are you kind of like casual? Like, what's your, yeah, what's uh, your story? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> Tell us all about you. Yeah. No, um, it, a huge horror fan, uh, especially, you know, like most kids in the 80s, there was no parent oversight when, yeah. when it came to video rental. And the funny thing is, is that Nightmare on Elm Street 2 was actually the first horror film I saw. Because really? my brother, who was older, found out about it at elementary school. And he's like, oh, we got to rent this. We got to get this. And my dad would take us to the video store that David and I often frequent. It was close to both of our houses. Video mm-hmm. drive up. Right. R.I.P. Yeah. Now, video drive up, would you drive up and they would just... It had a, yes. dr- had a drive-through yeah. window. Oh, really? Yeah. It was so awesome. would you like reserve the movies? You and could they call just up and have yeah, them ready. Could. Yep. Was, you couldn't go up there and be like, hmm, do you guys have a copy of The Last Starfighter? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> can you, you could, walk down the aisles and just shout them out to me? I'm very could, busy. You could, but the people behind you would be very upset. <laughs> if I turn the car off, I might not start, so just tell me what you got. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Can you read me your picks? 
<laughs> so it, that's interesting. Nightmare on Elm Street 2 was like your your first horror film. Yes. Or your first memory of a horror my, film. My first memory of first horror film and everything, because like I said, my older brother got it. And uh, we watched it, and I must have been, I want to say, six or seven, really young. Yeah. And ever since then, I was just, you okay, we got to get another one, even though I had nightmares. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch the next one. What's, you know, and there was so many to choose from in the 80s. Oh, of course. <laughs> and the 80s was like, we've talked about that on here, like um, how the 80s was like a boom for, especially for like straight to video or a lot of the ones um, that did have limited release. Real limited release, yeah would come to the video store and it was just like i would just immediately go to the horror section and just sit there and look at and the cover at the, art yeah just the boxes because you didn't have the like, internet you couldn't be like oh this movie's got a 4.1 on imdb <laughs> fuck that shit like, no. yeah yeah it's gonna pick it and even if it did look cheesy i would still it, eventually you sometimes it was even it. better it was like yeah. yep eventually you'd rent it and and that's something that i miss and I, I was talking to my kids about that not that long ago because i was like you guys don't understand like Fridays and Saturdays, but Friday nights specifically when my dad would be like, hey, I'm going to the video store. It'd be like, all right. And then he would go whatever way to go rent whatever action go film. Back behind the curtain. He's like, I want to go to the action section. <laughs> You're not allowed back here. Um, but, uh, and then I would just go to the horror section. I remember just staring at like all those movies. And then obviously after a while, then you've seen everything. Mm-hmm. And you right. just rent whatever crap comes out because yeah, how else are you going to see mother's day or piranha by going down there and renting bad movies piranha so. 2 <laughs> the spawning like, there's a lot of oh, yeah. like uh yeah there's blood, a lot of those. blood diner is one that i was like that box yeah. is awesome right well, yeah the box art that's how you would rent a movie is you would look at the box art yeah and be like, you wouldn't even good. read what it's about right mm-hmm. that's why for the longest time chopping mall david's wearing a chopping mall shirt and that that wasn't the box art no. The box art was a hand holding a bag. Yeah, like and with like guts and body parts in it. I thought it was like a slasher film. Yeah. It was like a weird robot hand, almost like a Nintendo Power Glove. But I didn't even look at the hand. Yeah. I looked at the guts and the eyeballs <laughs> coming out, and I thought it was like a killer in a shopping mall. I did too. Yeah. I didn't know it was a robot movie until I like saw it. I'm like, yeah. oh shit. Okay. Yeah. And then we we reviewed it uh like one of our earlier episodes. Uh, we reviewed it and I was like, oh, wow, I should have watched this when I was younger. But the box art was awesome. I just never rented it for whatever reason. You fool. Yeah, yeah I, didn't rent, I didn't rent it either. I didn't see it till I was an adult. That was the thing. We were also, I was, we were a little scared, my brother and I, because um, sometimes the box art was a little too graphic. Mm. And we're like, yeah, parents aren't going to let us watch it. Even though, <laughs> like, you take the thing up, we didn't want them looking at the box art if there was, like, guts or, or half-naked ladies. Uh, yeah. So we'd have to kind of be careful. Yeah. We also, sometimes at the video store, they had the box, and then the tapes were behind it. And it's like, yeah, I'm just going to grab this tape. Yeah. Yep. Walk over. I'm renting Homeward Bound <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I, like you, like, my parents didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, they would, well, I mean, we only had one VCR, but they would watch their movies like two movies or whatever it was. And then they would, they would go to bed and it was like, all right, I get to watch my movie. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like I said, we're going to discuss Friday the 13th part two and a nightmare on Elm street part two. Um, let's first start with Friday the 13th too. Now, had you seen this movie before? I'm assuming everybody has. But... I've seen clips, but I've never watched the whole thing through. Wow. Okay. So that, that's, that'll be uh, good to get that perspective. <laughs> Fresh right. eyes. What about you, David? I've, I mean, yeah, I've seen all the Friday the 13th movies, but um, I, I will say, I'm not as familiar with part two as I am with some of the others. So I think for me, this is probably the third or fourth time I'd seen it. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. So this is a movie that I've watched quite a bit. I mean, I've seen all the Friday 13th quite a bit um, with the exception of Jason Goes to Hell. But that's 
for that's a discussion <laughs> for yeah, another time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Friday Thirteen Part Two came out in 1981. Now this movie, like, I mean, it was, that was right fast. on the heels yeah, yeah. of the first one. The first one was a success, um, a smash hit, and they were like, "Fuck it, we got to come out with a sequel." Uh, they left it kind of open ended at the end of Friday Thirteenth Part One with the boy come. Well, I guess it wasn't really open ended. It was just like a dream sequence. Yeah, is the way that I got it. And and uh, Alice Adrian King is asking the boy, "What about the what boy?" About the boy? Right. Now, well, hold on, I'll come back to that. Let, let Let's me go hear it for the boy. <laughs> That's a lot of things in the horror movies in that era often ended with. What happened? Like some of the main characters are getting killed at the end. You're like, did they live? Did they die? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And that was because they were like, all right, let's see what the numbers say. Sequel. I do remember there's probably there. I don't remember titles, but like there was probably a couple of movies. Where I was like, wow, they should really make a sequel to this. And uh, they never did. Yeah. And I wish I could go back and like see what movies like were left open ended yeah. and that I and wanted. Like, nope, <laughs> it <laughs> didn't just... do well. Or like sometimes you get the opposite where a movie has a sequel, but they titled the first one something that makes the sequel very difficult, like The Last Exorcism. And then oh, you have yeah, yeah. The Last Exorcism again, part two. <laughs> <laughs> this is all, The Last Exorcism as well. For real this time. Yeah. This is the last one. The last, guys. last one. The last final no exorcism. No take backs. <laughs> Or or they title it stupid like I know what you did last summer. I still, I still know, know what you, what you did, did last summer. summer. Yeah, it sometimes make... they come back. Sometimes they come back again. again. Sometimes they come back for more. It's like all right, we get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you could just call them. Sometimes they come back. Yeah. Like yeah. Sometimes they come back. You don't have to say again. They just, yeah. they just they, they come came, back. They came back. <laughs> yeah, they means more than one. They could be a bunch. Yeah. They come back a lot. Yeah, it was already yeah. implied. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Like I said, nineteen eighty one. Directed by Steve Miner. Written by Ron Kurz. Uh, based on characters by Victor Miller. It stars Amy Steele as Ginny Field, John Fury as Paul Holt. Adrian King gets the third billing That's on interesting. This. <laughs> barely in it. Yeah. As Alice Hardy, Steve Dash, Daskowitz. Go, mm. He went by Steve Dash. He played Jason um, in The Mask, and then Warrington Gillette was Jason when he was unmasked. There was also some other people in it, but I didn't write them all down. <laughs> it was released May 1st, 1981. Budget, one point. Two five million dollars box office twenty one point seven million dollars boom that's a good return yeah. you know, and right after that they were like three and the third one <laughs> get your three D glasses bitches now, in the eighties this move uh, fr- franchise it was almost every year a movie came yeah, out yeah. I think they missed two years in the eighties but almost every year we got another movie because we got eight of them uh, from mm-hmm. nineteen eighty to nineteen eighty nine movie opens up flashback. Well, actually, it opens up with like a little kid saying "itsy bitsy spider," "itsy bitsy spider," and then running and then, home. Yeah, and then you see like ominous feet. It's like, is that Jason? Yeah, and he's wearing he's wearing blue jeans. It looks like it, well, like he's dungarees. Wearing, yeah. He's wearing uh, he's wearing bib overalls throughout the entire movie, so he's yeah, got like guess, denim on. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I like to think he was wearing like a pair of like five hundred ones or something baggy. <laughs> he got boot cut. He was pre nineties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he comes well. We assume that it's him. Yeah. By the way, that was not was Steve a, Dash or Warrington. It was a Gillette. woman, right? That was a female who did oh, that. Oh, really? That yeah. was a, a shot they just needed somebody. I, I'll be honest. Yeah, I was like, oh, Jason skipped leg day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> leg, leg, a, little, a little small, a little petite. But um, there's a house that this person, this figure, we don't know what it is at first. And, you know, after watching the first one, you can imagine, like now, mm-hmm. you know, by the time we saw these movies, 
You know what's coming. We knew of Jason, like just through pop culture. Yeah. Through video games, uh, through just kids talking at school. You knew the hockey mask, yeah. Jason. Anytime the- you saw hockey mask, synonymous with Jason. Yeah. Yep. So we knew Jason, but in 1981, Jason wasn't a thing. It was the mom had been the killer in the first one. Yeah. And Jason was just the kid. Yeah. But, yeah. The muse. But they don't know. We don't know that right. he's a real thing. That was a dream sequence. And he was a little boy when he came out of the water. This is only a couple months later. Yeah. And people were probably like, this is a new killer. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, and that'll come into play a little bit later on uh, when we talk about uh, talk about the movie. Um, the actual story is like, if they could have done stuff a little bit different to make it like, is someone hmm. right? Like a guessing game type thing. Now, wasn't you know? that a wasn't part two five years later or was I? Well, it was. But yes. that scene with Alice was two months after the initial oh. events. Oh, okay. Then yeah. flash forward five years. All right. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know if that's not specifically. It is specifically stated in it the is, movie around the said. campfire. Paul's telling them the story and he says a couple months after she killed Pamela Voorhees, she went missing. Yes. Okay. And and then we also see Alice's corpse in the movie. And I don't know if you guys caught it. And I know I've talked to David about this. Oh yeah. 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 But we'll, we'll come to that. So anyway, um, Alice is so spoiler alert, Alice dies. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much right away. Alice is dreaming. First 15 minutes of the movie is basically a recap of the first movie. Yeah. And it's, just flashbacks. It's the end of the first movie. Yeah, and she's just having nightmares. And yeah, Honest- I remember I fast forwarded through that. If I <laughs> Honestly, you don't even have to watch the first movie to understand this one. Correct. Yeah, because they cover everything. The only thing you're missing from the first one is the kills. And I'll say this, and and I've said it about the first one before too. It's really slow. Yeah, yeah. The first one, the kills. Uh, there's a couple good ones, like the Kevin Bacon one's pretty iconic, but. Eh. And it's and it's just slow. It takes a it's a slow build. Yeah, to get to that point. I think the whole movie was riding on the ending. Is probably what was riding. On yeah. It. So we see the ending. Obviously, we see Mrs. Voorhees getting her head chopped off. Alice wakes up from a dream. She gets a phone call from her mom. Her mom is seemingly telling her, "Oh, me and your dad miss you." And she's like, "I just got to take care of some things." What the fuck? Like, this is, it's only been two months. Like, you would think, like, if you had been through something where you've seen all of your friends, and I think she was even fucking one of the guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I think she wouldn't be so withdrawn. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's like two months later. Like, have you even gone to all the funerals yet? Like, I mean, like, we got to stagger these things out. Like, eight people died. Like, yeah, it's still pretty fresh. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I was getting confused when I first watched it, like you said, fresh eyes and everything. But so. Where the the beginning of part two isn't five years later from the first movie. No, it's two months. Two months, and then but, it jumps five years. But the fir- beginning of part one was five years from the incident. No. Okay. Five That's where I need a little bit of help. Okay. <laughs> part one. Okay. The beginning of part, starts. The beginning of part one is a year after Jason drowns. Okay. In 1959 right, yeah, or whatever that. it was. And then it jumps forward. And then it jumps forward to present day. It doesn't even tell us a date, I don't even think. It just says present day. So let's just assume it's 1979. Yeah. 1980. Um, so technically, this movie came out in 81. It would be 1985. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. And then until part four, it wouldn't catch oh, up yeah, to yeah. the actual date that it was because parts two, three, and four all happen uh, in the same week. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm missing a few in there. Like I haven't seen like I think six and eight, mm. but I've seen all the other ones. You need to see six, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So uh, part one happens. Let's call it 1980, just for the sake of argument, because I think that's the year it came out. Yeah. Um, 1980, and then the stuff that happens to Alice is two months after she chops off Pamela Voorhees' head. And we can also know that, too, by the freshness of the head that's in her refrigerator. Yes. Because she goes to feed a cat who gives her a little jump scare. That's a pretty good jump scare. Yeah. uh, She's not mummified yet. (laughs) (laughs) No. And and Pamela Voorhees' head, which doesn't look anything like Betsy Palmer, but I digress, uh, is in her refrigerator. She screams. Somebody grabs an ice pick. Uh, a mysterious figure grabs an ice pick and stabs her in the yeah. temple and then moves the <laughs> moves the teapot so it stops whistling. So it stops the screaming. Yeah, 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 I don't like that sound. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sensitive to noises. So that's how they wrap up part one. Because she looked like she was supposed to die in the canoe. Yeah. But now she really is now dead. Now she's so really we dead. can wrap that up. Yeah. Yep. So that being said, it's like Jason was alive, which kind of goes to my theory that Jason actually helped his mom do some of the killings in part one. And I still think that that's true because Pamela is weak sauce when she's fighting Alice at the end. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. Jason was like, Pamela was like, listen, Jason, I got this. And he's like, good. Cause I gotta go take a shit. And he <laughs> ran back to his shack. Right. And he was taking a dump. And then she's like trying to attack Alice, but she's really weak. Like this is a killer who has manhandled everybody this in, in part one yeah, <laughs> by herself. So I think Jason actually helped with it. And then he saw her get her head chopped off and then he was just like, right. going solo. Yep. That's and then, an interesting theory. Like, do you think uh, she knew that he was alive? Like, do you think they talked or do you think he was just in the shadows? Yeah. So that's kind of interesting too, because I also had a theory that she had a second kid. Oh. And that Jason isn't really Jason; it's the second kid. And she like groomed him. However, that theory got destroyed when I was we watching part face. two. <laughs> no, when I was watching part two, because she says he was my only child. Oh, okay. And there I was like, go. oh fuck, who <laughs> goes that? So my whole maybe life she's is a just, lie. Maybe yeah. she's just crazy, and she he died, but didn't really die. Like yeah, maybe in that moment that he drowned, like her whole world died. And those people ignoring her, and she flipped a switch. And so he's not really physically dead, but it, emotionally she died and he died, and that's why they're going crazy. I see. Mm. Yeah. And she keeps him out there because he's like, the maybe the drowning also caused some brain damage. Right. And so he was never right. And besides that, he was kind of slow maybe to begin with. So maybe she thinks he's some type of apparition of his son. Or, or that because of the drowning, he became worse. And so they killed him. They killed who he could have became. And now he's just this freak that lives in the woods <laughs> right. that she has to like drop off some burgers and hot dogs to every once in a while. Yeah, what's she beans. feeding him? <laughs> and who gets confused by a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> She's, well, maybe she tells him like, hey, you'll know it's me because I'll have sweater. the sweater. And it stinks. It's a smelly woman. A smelly sweater. Yeah. sweater. <laughs> it smells like corpse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. So, I don't know. Theories aside, <laughs> now we jump to five years later. Of course, we have the camp, a camp on Crystal Lake. Now, it's not Camp Crystal Lake, but it's next door. Yeah. 
and they're gonna re they're gonna open up. Peck and neck. Yeah, that's Which in the video game. Right? It is in the yep. video game. And when you were watching this movie, how good, dude? <laughs> I was gonna bring that up. Like, it looks for those who play the Friday the Thirteenth uh, video game. Like, it's like spot on. Yeah. That Pekinac Lodge? They did so good with the modeling yeah. uh, of some of that stuff. Even the, the car, the two-seater yellow car. Yes, right. I yes. caught that too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I clutter. feel like I could get around in this universe. Yeah, and when, and when Ginny comes out and she's walking around like the corner of the Pekinac right. Lodge, I was like... There's so much clutter around it. Yeah, I, just got, I just got killed there. <laughs> I can't, I'm not killing the guy there. <laughs> there's chairs and seats and camping yeah. equipment and the all along the outside. So there's like right. the green... Um, yes, the yeah. green drawers, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was a trip. It was awesome. Um, anyway, if we do play the game on Switch. So yeah. if anybody wants to play with us, yeah, please. write us a message. Yeah. We'll friend you. <laughs> um, we, we suck at it, by the way. We were literally playing it last night. <laughs> yeah. David goes, he goes, I- I'm really a lot more comfortable playing Jason now. And then he got chosen to be Jason and everybody survived. <laughs> killed one person i can't get killed two people i left oh uh, yeah, yeah I came was, back as tommy and brett killed me with a uh, uh, uh the hedge clippers i did the chin and through the side of the temple I'm I'm like, did. Oh, you, well, you pissed me off yeah, yeah. You shot me. <laughs> yeah right when you came out of the cabin right i was waiting for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh oh, anyway geez. so they're gonna start it we meet uh sandra and jeff jeff right? jeff's the guy that looks like uh Brian Johnson from ACDC. Yeah, yeah, kind of does. <laughs> Mixed with like Andy Samberg a little bit. He's got the cap on. Yeah. And Sandra is his girlfriend. Now, Sandra's an important character, actually, in the in the mythology of, uh, of Friday the 13th. Because in part four, her brother is trying to hunt down Jason. Um, he's the guy that um, uh, Corey Feldman's sister uh. and him... Uh, Corey Feldman and his sister find hit, uh, this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. and he helps that... them start their car. Yeah, that's Sandra's brother. Oh, I did she's... not put that together. Hmm. Okay, and and he's hunting the guy who killed Sandra, but it only happens like a week later. So it's like he was ready to go. He's yeah. just like something's gonna happen to my sister. Uh-huh. And then as soon as he heard, he's like, I'm off. I'm out of here. I got flyers. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> so there's a, it doesn't make sense. But anyway, Sandra and Jeff they're calling their friend Ted. Their car gets. St- uh, Toad, yeah, but it was just Ted. He's, he's Ted. The, he's a prankster. He's he's a skinny redhead. <laughs> he says, "Welcome to God's country." It's like you're a nerd. There's yeah. always there's always these guys there's in every one. fucking horror movie, right? Especially Friday the Thirteenth. There's always a jokester, yeah. yeah, and usually they get killed like right away. Yeah, Ted is a rare exception, but usually they get killed, and they're <laughs> like the douchebags, and nobody likes them. Yeah, and the jokes always go too far. Yeah. Or they're not even funny. Yeah. I think somebody always knew one of those people in high school. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Which fits. But I will say this about the movie. Like, we 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 then go to the camp, and we have um, Paul Holt. And we get a little crazy Ralph also. He gets we ma- he makes a point to tell him that, hey, just FYI, you're doomed as well. Yeah. I, I told it's that like, to some people uh, like five, years, five ago. years ago. But, yeah, you're also you guys doomed. Are backed. You guys are back. And why are they doomed? They're at a different camp. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's still on the same lake. So now the whole lake has to shut down? Doom country, man. (laughs) Yeah. You think the cops would have more presence than just that that pot-bellied sheriff that runs around? (laughs) Ah, Jesus. Um, But we do meet all the counselors that are starting. And there's a lot of counselors. There's 
probably 15 of them. Yeah, because the Pakanak, it's like a training lodge, right? It's for counselor yes. training, which I thought, like, what does that entail? It's like meatballs. You ever see that movie Meatballs? Yeah, yeah. With Bill Murray? <laughs> yeah. They're CITs, the counselors in training. They're going to have their fun two weeks before the kids come. Yeah. <laughs> and they do, like, little contests where they have, like, hot dog eating contests and balancing. You ever see meatballs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, see meatballs. Remember they do that? Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, I, I, in real life, I don't <laughs> think there's, also a, there's a whole lot of training involved. <laughs> do you <I> remember that? <laughs> we are the CIT, so pity us. The kids are brats, the food is hideous. I've seen We're gonna forever. smoke and drink and fool around. We're nookie bound. We're North Star, Star CITs. <laughs> I saw it once. Um, <laughs> I love that movie when but I was it a stuck kid. With you, right? yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny. I love that movie. I don't know why it's so shitty. <laughs> um, so yeah, we meet all the counselors, and I will say this: like, we don't get besides Ted being the goofball, we don't get like your typical horror trope. Um, the nerd, the jock, the this, yeah, the that. that's true. Right. There's not a whole lot of that. And the, punk, the though. thing that I like about this movie, and we've talked about this on the podcast, is although Ginny is the final girl, uh, Amy Steele, and although I do think she's pretty, she is not like drop dead gorgeous. Uh, she looks like a person who would exist in real life. Yeah. Right? yeah. She's like a girl that you're like, wow, she's cute. Yeah. Okay. You know, and all the girls are like that. None of the girls are like, va, 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 even the one. Uh, there was one I was like, wow. The one uh, with the crop top? Yeah. <laughs> is, that, uh, is that Terry? Yeah, you I was going to say boobies? Terry, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, she was the only one that had her. She had the booty shorts? Yeah, she had her shorts painted on, while <laughs> yeah. all the other girls had like cargo yeah, shorts on. She looked on. very smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Uh, yeah, okay. She was supposed to be that character, but she wasn't like, I don't know. She didn't fall into like a trope of like oh, our, yeah, hourglass yeah. figure. Yeah, or something. you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like she was like, she's still a normal looking person. Yeah, yeah. Right. She wasn't like so far fetched. I agree. Um, so I dig that about this movie. Um, so they're, they're training. They're doing all this stuff. Jeff and Sandra want to, Sandra like begging Jeff. We got to go check out uh oh they want to go to crystal, crystal lake. lake she reminds me of yearly smith the way her hair was and everything like that but she was <laughs> a lot more stacked and taller so. <laughs> yeah yeah she is stacked she's running around a bikini top yeah most of the, the movie, most of the movie yeah. <laughs> um okay so alice dies at the beginning there is a little bit of a a break and then crazy ralph is the next person to die yeah he gets choked out with barbed wire right yep and we, you know, Jason like pops out from behind a tree. We still don't see him. Right? We just see his hands. hands. Yeah. And then we get a little bit of a break. Sandra and Jeff go to Crystal Lake and they see like what they think is the dog. Well, I thought that was weird because it looked like the dog from the beginning, uh, the muffin. Muffin, yeah. Yeah. But they didn't recognize it. And then later it turns out well, that it was it, mangled. It, yeah. yeah. But still. And that brown fur, it didn't looked it? like it. Yeah. I don't know. But it wasn't. Spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> but Sandra says to Jeff, should we tell uh, what's her name that we saw yeah. something that looked like Muffin? But anyway. Oh, doesn't the dog run up to Jason? And mm-hmm. so that's another why you think that Jason mm-hmm. killed it. But yeah, yeah. And the dog is missing because she's looking right. for the dog most of the movie. So we know that Jason is kind to animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's a veg- vegan. He's a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um or maybe he's just a cannibal and he just that's, eats people. That's, that was a question I had was that he's taking those bodies back home. Is he eating them? What's he doing? Or maybe he saw the dog. It, he's like, is this a free range right. dog? It's never really addressed. <laughs> and, and that dog that was mangled, if was that caged? was Jason, like he was eating it raw. Yeah. So 
not really healthy. Not right. Like I seen that show alone. You ever see that show? Mm-mm, I've heard about it. That show's awesome, but it's about people that are get like it's like Survivor on steroids, <laughs> and like you're put out like, by yourself. By yourself, and these people were like in the Arctic Circle in like October, so it's like really cold, and they have to and they're given they can only bring like ten personal items, and I don't think a gun can be one of them, <laughs> but they can bring like bow and arrow shit like that. So they have to survive by themselves. And like they eat, they eat, they catch a fish, right? Like a salmon. And, and if it's got it? parasites and Ooh. they don't cook it all the way through, these people have to like tap out and go home because they're like shitting their shitting brains right. themselves yeah. up and everything. Raw. So if Jason's eating raw animals, that guy's got some mean shit. So maybe that's why he's so pissed <laughs> that's off. Why he's so pissed be, off. Yeah. No toilet paper out there, just using leaves. You got his stink has got to come around before you know he's there. Well, yeah. speaking yeah, he's of really which, bad at hiding. Speaking of which, <laughs> so the the cop who catches Sandra and uh, Jeff, <laughs> fucking dumbass. He's like he's like telling Paul like you got to punish them, and then he leaves. And as he's driving away, he sees a figure run across the. Uh, road. I yep. was wondering, was that intentional by Jason or was he actually, was he trying to lure him or was he... You know, I was thinking about that too because as the cop, this he, fucking cop... He had to fire off a deuce. <laughs> he's running <laughs> home. He just, just ate that raw animal. Just so he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> but uh, the cop is chasing after him, right? This, I mean, this guy's out of shape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't be the cop of anything. Stereotypical he, cop. He, he little soggy in the midsection. Yeah. He shouldn't even be the cop of Mayberry. Like, he... <laughs> Barney Fife would do a better job than this guy. <laughs> he, he's running after him. Well, he finds this shack, and it's like a ramshackle, like, just pieced together of different elements. The shack from the video game, yeah? It yeah. is. But the other thing, speaking of shitting, like, he finds the toilet. So Jason is, like, functioning enough that Dude, he's like, I, I gotta have the, a toilet. And, he's, like, he's got the the altar, like, to the mom, like, with candles. Does he light, And he lights the candles, so he uses a lighter? Does he use matches? Could be a flint. Well, he has to light it somehow, I know, but right? How? Magnifying glass. Like, <laughs> and what's he his, has to what's like his... light it every day. Yeah. yeah. What's his technique? <laughs> I just the... had a picture. I'm like, does he like what happens when he runs out of lighter fluid? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From the Nintendo game, there was lighters lighter. strewn about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crystal. So maybe he found a lighter. Yeah. Maybe. He just had to kill like three zombies and jump. <laughs> right. Exactly. Got <laughs> <Because> lighter. Or <laughs> 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 he's killing counselors. Like, which one of you smokes? Yeah. I need he's a lighter. Looking for lighters. Nothing personal. I just need a lighter. So that yep. means he's a plumber too, right? Got a little well, bit of Mario I, Brothers. In man there. of many talents. I don't yeah. think the toilet was plumbed. Oh. Okay. Like I think it was just the porcelain. Like, I don't think he had a gasket, like a wax ring or <laughs> right. anything like that. Or maybe it just dumped into the lake, maybe? But, or but even just, then... Or he just took a shit in it and, and, it, and it's it out just in there. And they just cleaned it out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Used it as fuel. Good right? job, yeah, Jason. You go. Right. You dry yeah. it out and use it as fuel. <laughs> or maybe it was just aesthetic. Like, he never used it. He yeah. just, or use it for, like, guess. as fertilizer yeah. for his uh, herb for garden. Guess. Yeah. Yeah, for guess. For what I am entertaining a lady. He's like, the toilet is over here. Milady, if you must shit, you may shit here. Um, Jason was, uh, but when the when the cop goes in there and and he like sees all this stuff, he's like repulsed by the smell. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. like, whoa, Ooh. something. He's like, something died in here, and then he's like, opens <laughs> you the curtain. Bitch. <laughs> then he's like, yep, it's me. <laughs> uh, figure comes up behind him, smacks him in the head with the claw end of the hammer. Yeah, yep. nice. And he goes down. And that's it for the cop. So that was our third death. That, we're about halfway through the movie. And that tends to be a thing is 
traumatic brain injuries produce a high-pitched scream, which... <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. Movie license, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we're back. We The counselors, obviously, they don't know anybody who has died. No. So they're just kind of chilling. Nothing weird's happened to them. Although Ginny does sense something is watching them from time to time. The other thing I'll say about Ginny, too, is it's established that she studies child psychology. That she's like a child psychology major or some shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that'll come into play. <laughs> Foreshadowing. They're all chilling at the Pack-A-Nack. Yeah. And then... Uh, when they have like... A, the, they give them the option. I think Paul is like, hey, last night... Uh, if you guys want to go hit the town, go for it. Let's go get some drinks. Yeah, let's go get loaded. So Paul and Ginny and Ted and everybody else, except yeah. for Jeff and Sandra, who are, they can't go because they got in trouble for going to Crystal Lake. Right. Yep. They were volunteered to stay back. <laughs> yep. You stay here. You yep. can't have fun. Um, we got the girl that uh, with the booty shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry. And then you got Vicky and uh, the guy in the wheelchair. Uh, what was his name? I don't know. Wheelchair guy. Yeah. Terry <laughs> Terry wanted to stay behind to find Muffin. Yep. Right. And then Mark. The guy, Mark's the wheelchair Mark. guy. Okay. And then the the douchebag who was like uh doing the slingshot at Terry's ass. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy who had the hots for her. Right. He stays back too because Terry's yeah. back and he wants to try to get some. We know what he wants, right? <laughs> so we got six counselors that stayed back. Everybody else left. At the bar. Everybody's getting Ted is fucking wasted, by the way. He's like, he's like gone. Did you notice the kiss pinball machine in the background? I did. The yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, but everybody's uh, getting wasted. But Ginny and Paul and Ted have this conversation and Ginny starts thinking about this whole Jason story because Paul had told them all mm-hmm. the mythology around the campfire, which I think was a great scene. That was cool. Besides yeah. Ted popping up being a douchebag. Right. <laughs> yeah, he pops um, up with a mask. And a spear. Yeah. That was actually a spooky, like, things were getting low. The music was great. The, like, the undertones. Yeah. yeah. And and in part four, they actually include that little, I'm going to set the well, story straight about Jason. And they include that because part four has a whole montage of the first yeah, three Yeah, it's a kind of a vignette. So part four has the greatest, like, montage yeah. of that, of, of what we had already seen up to that point. But uh, I really did like that scene. <clears throat> anyway, it affects Ginny, and she keeps thinking about it. And she's like, what if he actually is out there? And he saw his mom die, and she's like going through this whole child psychology thing. And Paul and Ted are just like, listen. Yeah, it's all bullshit. You're drunk. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> did you also catch that maybe Ginny was pregnant? No. No. Was she not drinking? Well, no, she did drink. What a horrible mother. <laughs> <laughs> You're the reason why I drink. You know, a glass of red wine, they say, is okay. <laughs> um, but she, at one point, says something to Paul like, I'll never be late again. I actually was thinking about, are you talking about pregnancy? But I yeah. was thinking about later in life, like, don't yeah. say that. <laughs> but then also when her and Paul are getting ready to fuck, that like first night. Right. She says, Paul, I got to tell you something. And then they just start making out and we never hear what she's saying. I think you're right. I yeah, think I didn't right. catch that. So maybe she's pregnant. I don't know. Because no. he kisses her and stops her. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear it. Let's just yeah. let the night out. Yeah. Or maybe she was saying, I'll never be late again, meaning I am having my period. And that's what she wanted to tell him. But he's like, <laughs> I don't care, man. <laughs> he's like, I'm going in. Yeah. Because he was talking about periods uh, earlier on anyway, right? Daddy, he, daddy horny. <laughs> we're, we're roughing it, so might yeah. as well. Yep. Uh, this is how they did it. 
Yeah. This is how they do it in that show alone. Another <laughs> another murder of sorts. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so they tell her she's nuts and uh, she's like, whatever. And then her and Paul are going to head back to the camp yeah. at some point. Well, back at camp, this is when shit starts getting real. And, and as soon as the killing starts, then it's like, bom, oh, yeah, bom, yeah, bom, yeah. Bom, the bom, second bom, half bom, of the movie bom. is pretty, pretty fast paced. Yeah. The first one who gets it is the, the douchebag guy. Um, oh yeah, he gets. Is it the, uh, he steals the clothes. He gets strung upside down. Yeah, so he steals. This girl's going swimming, skinny dipping, and he steals all of her clothes like a fucking, like a fucking goon. perv. Right. Yeah. And she even calls him a perv. Yeah. And then um, he gets caught in like a bear trap or yeah, whatever. A, a snare. Gets, upside yeah, a snare. Down, and he yeah. gets hung upside down. Which I never understood how those work. <laughs> I don't either. There must be like a break that you step in that. I, I don't get it. Let's build it, one. It was very cartoon. Okay. Yeah, it was. Like the Simpsons that flings the rabbit, you know, yeah. two miles <laughs> yeah, away. Exactly. It's like that type of scenario. Yeah. It's like all you gotta do is step in the circle and then and whoop, yeah, how's that like, I don't think that's how I don't think <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, but it was very like Looney Tunes esque. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so he's hanging there and she's like, Oh I'll, I'll go, go get a knife I'll to go. cut you down. Yep. Instead of just untying him. <laughs> well, why did you do something silly like that? <laughs> so yeah, so uh, she goes to get a knife, and Jason comes with a machete and yep. slices his throat. That was a pretty sweet kill. I was that was good effects. I watched yeah. it in kind of slow motion. The blood, and you really of... can't tell. Like it looks like he's cutting his actual neck with an artery spray, and the blood just gushes. Yeah. yeah. However, when she comes back with the knife or whatever, like I would expect there to be more blood. Like he's hanging upside down. Like blood should, should be, be everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Every drop of his blood should be out on the ground. That's how yeah. Dexter did it in, in that. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. or, 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 that's, that's how you butcher an animal. It's like drain the blood. <laughs> yeah. All the blood she should have been stepping in puddles. Yeah, yeah. There should have been. A, she should have seen that and been like, I'm out of here yeah. right. and ran. Peace. But she doesn't get out in time. Um, she gets killed. How does she get it? Because he gets his throat slit. She discovers him. She screams. And then Jason comes. Terry comes up to the body and sees that he's dead. She screams, and then we get a pretty cool jump cut that takes us into the bar, and there's like a live band playing. Yeah, and I guess she screams. She sees the body, but she also uh, assumingly sees Jason because we assume that she's dead. Like, yeah, because yeah, I don't think you, we she, don't see her again. Her body is next to her mother's head. She's she's one of the ones. Oh, in she's Jason's one of the one in the shack. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So she dies. Right. Like, she probably just she gets did. killed by the machete. He probably hits her in the head or just chokes her, does something easy. Or maybe she's not dead and he just drags her back and she's just sleeping. <laughs> he accidentally <laughs> hit her like, with his car. Oh, oh shit, you came out of nowhere. <laughs> well, I'm going to dispose of this body somehow. Um, I got a toilet in my, in my shack. <laughs> you need to use it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we go back to the bar. This is where Paul and Ginny decide they're going to leave. But uh, Mark and uh, Vicky? Vicky, they're sitting there flirty, flirty. Playing like old time handheld video. like football or hockey or something yeah. like that, right? which is just yeah. the dots. Yeah, the boop, the boop. red dots. I remember my cousin, uh, who was like quite a bit older than me, probably like ten years older than me. He had those types of games. Yeah, and I always was like, those are fucking awesome. <laughs> when I was like you four, mean, you're, you're a fucking dot. That's amazing. <laughs> I bought one from a swap meet. It's a soccer one with a brown case, and yeah. it's just little red dots. Yeah, and the ball is also red dots. You're like, is that the ball or the player? Is that me? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, but you got to imagine back in 1981, that shit was <laughs> high technology. Oh yeah, it was amazing. 
<laughs> so, so yeah, they're back at the. They're flirty, flirty. And I think it's funny too because she asked him like how he got in the wheelchair. He says he was in a motorcycle accident. She asks him if his dick still works. Yeah, in so many words. Yeah, and she and he's like, yes, it does. Indeed. I think he said, I get by, which is yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which means no, not really. It's, it's a mangled mess. <laughs> but I still down want there. to see. I mean, naked. it's just really, it's just really small. It works. <laughs> It's like I'm hung like an infant. Yeah, I got a chode. <laughs> but he uh, he um, he goes, what are we playing for? Because they're going to do a competition. She's like, position. And it's like, whoa. But really, like, there's only so many ways that would work, <laughs> I would think. Like, so position. So cowgirl or reverse cowgirl. Yeah, that's exactly. Because for. he's not getting on top. Right. He doesn't he just have, lay there. Like, he doesn't do have the, a base. I'll do all the work. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, it was all for not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeff and Sandra go upstairs to fuck too. Yep. Um, so these two are flirty flirty. And then she's like, all right, we're going to fuck. I'll be right back. I got to go wash my vag. So <laughs> yeah, she, she, runs, <laughs> she sprays perfume on her vagina. <laughs> she runs out to the bathroom. Another place that's in the video game, by the way, the uh, outdoor bathroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The restroom. <laughs> so anyway, she goes in there and then she goes to her car, the yellow car to find a brush. And um, it starts raining. Mm-hmm. Mark, cut back to Mark at the Pakanak Lodge, and he's all, hey, is that you out there? <laughs> nope. And he rolls his self out to the porch, and he's like just kind of staring off into space, and then all of a sudden, machete right to <laughs> the face. Right. And he goes rolling down. He goes rolling down the stairs. Now, this is the longest staircase in the history of staircases, right? <laughs> Also, here's my problem with this. Like, I'm okay with Mark being a counselor. Like, yeah, he's in a wheelchair. That lodge was not ADA compliant. No. No. <laughs> and, like, how is he going to do any of this stuff? Like, he can't go down. Like, at one point, he's down on the beach. How the fuck did he get down there? <laughs> yeah, but he knows. refused help one time, so I don't know how he got through the sand, because that's got to be tough. That's got to be tough, man. Yeah. I, sometimes I walk through the sand and I'm like, oh, he's God. Got special beach wheels or something. <laughs> well, he was arm wrestling champion in the movie. He's so beach wheels. They're like the kind filled with uh, water. Right. Like a sand, like a sand buggy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how did his uh, ch- uh, wheelchair stay up falling down all those stairs? Do you think he would have got thrown? I don't know, but that, but that was a good cool effects. scene, though. Yeah. That's an awesome dish. And when he falls down and then it just freeze frames and right. closes up, yeah. I really do like that. It is really cool. That's like one of the best ones. <laughs> that was a question I had. Was he an homage to um, Franklin in uh, oh, Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre to have yeah, a maybe. wheelchair? That gets killed. To, to yeah, except to, for he wasn't nearly as annoying as no. Franklin. No, Franklin, Franklin was special. Franklin deserved every bit of that chainsaw right. that went into Franklin's him. dick definitely didn't work. <laughs> it was like, it, yeah, Franklin on one spectrum. But his got, tongue did. Right, and then Mark, who was strong and yeah. capable and able to do things for himself. Yeah, and getting the ladies, too, whereas Franklin could not. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but they both met the same demise. So it, it really right, doesn't right, 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 right. <laughs> um, and Jeff and Sandra, they're upstairs. They're upstairs fucking the, the figure. <laughs> uh, Jason grabs uh, a, the spear that Ted had used to scare everybody. And he goes up there. And, and Jeff's on top of Sandra just going to town. <laughs> and Sandra opens her eyes and she just sees it. And she's all, uh-oh. <gasps> Boom. It goes straight through him. Little shish kebab. Yeah. That's one of the most iconic kills, isn't it? Yeah. And I think they ripped that off from another movie. I forget what movie it was. Hmm. Um, it's a good death. Yeah. yeah, but there was another movie that did a, the same sort of thing, but it's great. It's yeah. awesome. Just right through both of them. Right. So Vicky comes back and she's like, the power went out or something. And Vicky's like, 
where is everybody? She's like, Mark, Jeff, Sandra. <laughs> she still doesn't know where uh, douchebag and, and uh, Terry are or whatever her name was. So she's like, where the fuck is everybody? So she goes up to Mark and Sandra or Jeff and Sandra. Um, and she goes into their room and she's like, what are you guys doing in here? Can I join you? <laughs> you hey, hey. <laughs> but she goes in there and then this is the best. This is the first reveal we get of the killer. It's awesome. He pops up out of the sheets. So he's just waiting there. He's, he's sleeping. Like, he's like, yeah, maybe he was like, who dare disturbs my slumber? He's like Goldilocks because he was like, he was just resting there. Like, what if she would have been like, you know what? The power went out. I can't find anybody. I'm the fuck out of here. But no, he's like, I'm pretty sure she's going to come up here. So he waits under oh, the wait. covers. So didn't they find that when they come back to Kevin, they find the bloody bed. So does that mean he was just laying in a bunch of gore before? Listen, this guy doesn't just, care. Yeah. yeah, It just adds to the stink, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so he pulls the sheets off and he pops up. And that's kind of like a jump scare right there. Yeah. And that's pretty awesome. The reveal of the baghead Jason. He's right. got a sack over his head and just one eye hole. Kind that, of like the town that dreaded sundown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, that means similar. his other eye doesn't work then. Yeah. Well, we established in the first movie that he was kind of yeah, like a weird eye. Yeah. He's kind of deformed. A deformity. Right. Yeah. Hit it on a rock or something like that. I don't know. Did he? <laughs> there, there was, I forgot what movie it was, but it shows him going down the river, hitting rocks as he's going, which is what messing up his face. Yeah. I, if I remember right, I, I could be wrong. It doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> I don't know, but this sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> Watch whatever that is. I don't think a river. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a, it's a little lake. Lake, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what, I wonder if that is. You know, there's some stuff, they did novelizations of these movies. And there's some stuff that's out there yeah. that is canon, I guess, but wasn't in the film. Wasn't in the movie, but it's in the book. But is in the novelization of mm. the of the movie. So i got to get my hands on those. I, I want to read them. Do it. The graphic novels are fun. Of fun. Yeah. The graphic novels? Is that what you're talking about? The, no, no mm. just like um, like just a book. The novelization? Like oh, you'd get like at the okay. book fair? I see, yeah. Like, and it <laughs> like would be written. Scholastic book fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I don't know if they did those, but but yeah. So it'd be like written by a guy who they told the plot to. Yeah, I remember. I had some of those as a kid. And it would come yeah. out like right around the same time yeah. as the movie. Like with Star Wars Star does. Wars yeah. did that too, right? So I had the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> nom- uh, novel. Too. Did you? Awesome. I, I had. Uh, I think there was a Rocketeer one. I think I had that one. I didn't have that one, but I had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one, and I read yeah. it, and I was like, this book yes. is awesome. <laughs> I do have the Willow one, the paper bag. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, they did that with Star Wars. There's stuff in the Star Wars book that isn't Not in, the, in movie, the movie, right? Oh, yeah. but like they named certain characters, and that's how they end up getting their names, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of the same thing. So, so maybe that did come across, and, and you read it or heard it somewhere. Right. Um, regardless, he's got a bag over his head. Yeah. He, Vicky gets it. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, Vicky and Vicky gets killed. <laughs> but what do you think of that look of Jason? I mean, it's cool. I definitely prefer the hockey mask yeah. uh, Jason look, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It, it gives it his body kind of a square, creepy look. Yeah. And uh, with one eye. Yeah. It just, he, he looks abnormal and inhuman. So yeah. I think it's a good look. And it's like, what's under the mask? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Exactly. <laughs> he even looks good in the video sack. game. Yeah. yeah. In the video game, when he has a sack on, it's pretty terrifying. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's creepy. But uh, Ginny and Paul come back. They hey, see the power. The yeah. They're like, what the hell? All the kids are going. I think Paul's just like, these kids smoke better dope than I do. Stay <laughs> <laughs> kids. Like, yeah. They're like a year younger than him. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so they're looking around and then, uh, Ginny, this is one of my favorite scenes when Paul, she, she's like, Paul, someone's in this room. 
And then she's like, Paul, someone's in this fucking room. <laughs> and like, she has like a real like good Get reaction. Radar, yeah. And boom, Jason pops up and, and her and him and Paul start wrestling. Right. And then they both fall down and Ginny's like, Paul, Paul, boom, Jason pops back up and she's like, deuces. And she fucking bolts She jumps out, out the window. Right. Yeah. And that looked real. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was a stunt double. Like, that was a really good stunt. It looked like it hurt. Yeah. When she jumped out the window. Well, a chase ensues. You know, she goes in and out of different uh, cabins. I mean, it's just like in the video yeah. game, right? It's like she's like juking him <laughs> left and right. She uh, uh, she kicks him in the balls. She does. Which I thought it was funny because like when she hits him, he's like, oh! so I was like, okay, we established Jason has balls. Yeah, yeah. it's like a his, monster squad. His dick also works <laughs> Go back as to well that. as Mark. Them going on the floor, you get to see that Jason in this movie is not as big. Mm-mm. As he is in the other ones, like he's a little bit smaller than Paul. Yeah, and he's also agile. Yeah, like he runs. Yeah, but yeah. He, he's he, not the... he hands Paul his ass. So yeah. like, he, even though he's a little smaller, he's got he's that scrappy. strength, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's got that monster strength. Yeah, and uh, but he he is uh, he does succumb to a bolt nut shot like any monster does, <laughs> like a Wolfman, right? Yeah, he's got nards. nards. Um, but uh, but Ginny hides under a bed. Oh yeah. And then pisses herself. She pisses herself. And then Jason, like, he notices. So, like, did he see the pee? Or did he smell it first? Like, how did I, how did he become aware? I don't Probably. know. Can he smell through that mask? Because, like, I, I have know. to wear a mask out now in public. Yeah. Like right. we all do. He might have saw when he turned around. <laughs> I'm only did, smelling my breath. <laughs> it, it, did make like, a, it did make a sound. So maybe he heard it's like, it, it smells too? like a combination of my breath and urine. <laughs> There's somebody under that bed pissing themselves. I got a toilet back in my check. I also have some lovely candles, if that's your thing. But he stands on top of a chair with a with a pitchfork, and uh, Ginny comes out. She thinks he's gone. Right? He goes into stealth mode, and Ginny comes out and she looks up and she sees him and screams. He falls. The chair breaks under yeah. his slight weight. Yeah, that he has, and he falls. And uh, she's she bails. She runs the fuck out of there. And the pitchfork breaks. Pitchfork breaks. Uh, if he was playing the Nintendo game, that means he lost a pitchfork. That's the best weapon. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, and then she goes to her car. She's got a, a, a VW a convertible. And he starts. Oh, maybe this was before. But regardless, he like approaches the car. And then he gets on top. And instead of stabbing through where she was, he goes to the passenger side and stabs through. So is he just fucking with her? It, it, I, again, I, I, was, I was like, what are you doing? You know where she's sitting at. But yeah. he wanted to reach through and You're open a highly skilled door. murderer. Yes. Like, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. At this some amateur point, hour? It, this is exactly like the in the first part, like Mrs. Voorhees. Like at some point they lose. Maybe it's because they've killed too many and they're just tired. They're tired. Yeah. Right. But they lose their like. The element of surprise yeah. and, and well, all that maybe shit. with the one eye too, his depth perception might have been fucked up. And yeah, could know. be, could be. Maybe it's not his dominant eye. There was also a really cool scene where they're like, <laughs> where they're both running through the woods, and this happened a lot in slasher films, or it does happen a lot in slasher films, where all of a sudden the perspective will change, and now we're following the killer. Yeah. So the hunter becomes the hunted almost. And uh, that juxtaposition happens a little bit in this movie where she hides. This is right before she hides under the bed, but we're following him around. And now we're seeing stuff from his perspective. So I kind of like that. But I also liked how they're running through the woods and the passage of time and how long this chase is going on. Like they go to the moon and then it comes back and it's Ginny running and then it goes to a shot of the moon and then it's Jason running and like they're doing all stuff. Anyway, she jukes Jason and she finds this shack. 
And uh, to David's point, there's lights on in there. <laughs> like he's gone around and lit, <laughs> yeah, all, the lit all the candles before he left. Right. That <laughs> but she goes in and she's looking for help. But through the window of the shack, you can see Jason just hauling ass right at her. <laughs> and that to me is one of the scariest moments because she sees it out of the corner of her eye and she's like, fuck. She runs into the other, locks the door, and she sees the altar to Pamela Voorhees' head. This is what the cop had saw at first. We didn't see it as the audience, but this is what the cop had seen. And there's bodies strewn around. Mm-hmm. Remember how I said Alice's body is one of those? Well, the body on the lower left-hand side of the screen, uh, right below Pamela Voorhees, is rotted away. It's like a skeleton, but it has the ice pick in its temple. Mm. Oh, yeah. there you go. So that's her. That's Alice. <laughs> She's at the, the foot of the altar. But Pamela Voorhees' head is there. Candles surround, and uh, the sweater is laid out. Yep. Kind of like I brought you a present, mother. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ginny looks at this. She looks at Jason. Jason's busting. He's going to come in any second now. And she's so like, she's ah, like, my child psychology kicks in. <laughs> we learned this <laughs> second year. I've, I've trained for this. <laughs> this exact scenario. My freshman year of high school. Murder uh, is coming at you. Put on his mother's sweater. So she puts on the sweater, and she says, Jason, stop. And he stops. She's like, mother's talking to you. And then it cuts back to Betsy Palmer, who yeah, they actually kinda, did film this. The face kind of morph. Yeah. Yeah. She filmed new scenes for this. And it's like, Jason, mother is talking to you. And it goes back and forth. And Jason puts the knife down. And he gets down on, on his knees. And she's like, mother's going to give you a present now. And she has a machete herself. The, the machete that was at the altar, right? Yes. Yep. Chopped yeah. off her Very head. rusty, yeah. <laughs> and she lifts it up. And right as she's like lifting it up. I'm going to give you tetanus. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> but right as she's lifting it up, it must have been Jason's good eye. Oh, yeah, he's, he, <laughs> he sees he sees his mom's head. You're right. not my Wait mom. A second. Wait a second. Something fishy's going on here. And so he moves out of the way. I'm bam bamboozled. <laughs> Paul comes in. They start fighting. Ginny gets cut. Um, but ultimately we get the slow motion shot, just like in the first movie where she's like, (laughs) and she nails him with the machete right to the shoulder. Right. Yeah. Quite a few inches in. Yeah. And buries it in there. They step over him and they go back to the cabin. I'm assuming it's the cabin where she pissed herself it because is, yeah, yeah cuz the, the broken pitchfork is still there cuz he grabbed a pickaxe. Yeah, I don't know right. where he got a pickaxe yeah. from, well, but he's got a sh- he's yeah, got a shed he's Jason. and a shack. He's Jason. He, he strews Lots items. Tools. He strews items all over the place. That's where you <laughs> yeah. find stuff in video games cuz he just drops stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um he's like, oh, "I'm just going to put this health spray right, right here." This <laughs> pocket knife right lighter over here, some firecrackers. Like I'm going to need this baseball bat later. Uh they're back in there and uh, Paul and Ginny, and they hear a noise. Ginny gets ready with the broken uh, pitchfork end yeah, of it. She gets yep. the pointy side. He gets the handle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, we already know your fighting ability lacks something, all right? <laughs> but Paul opens the door, and it's just Muffin. Muffin, the cat. Uh, did Muffin log. knock or ring the doorbell, or what did Muffin do? <laughs> Muffin, your mom's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm a cat. It's a dog. <laughs> oh, it's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> With a bow in its hair. Yeah. And so <laughs> Jenny's like, oh, Muffin. She stands up and then boom, we get our final jump scare and it's fucking unmasked Jason. Oh, they did. They knocked his mask off. They didn't say that in yeah. the shack. Yeah. It's unmasked Jason. This is Warrington Gillette and he pops through the window, grabs Jenny. It's pretty cool. And yeah. then cut to Jenny's on a gurney and getting put in an ambulance and she's asking where Paul is. Right. And nobody's answering her because... Yeah. 
They're all like, who the fuck is Paul? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know who Who's that is. Paul the guy in the wheelchair? Because he's down by the lake. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another. Hey, Paul. He's the guy driving the. Oh, no, that's somebody else. <laughs> just like it's a very common name. Typical yep. 80s horror movie is like, it ends and you're like, well, what, it, what and happened? Sequel. And then the yeah. sequel probably addressed what happened. Right? No. 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 We never, <laughs> oh, we never no. know what happened to Paul. Although, well, let me just finish this. And it ends with a shot of the altar and the candles burning and Pamela Voorhees' head and then freeze frame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although. There are some who say that the original shot was, or the original ending was we did see what happened to Paul. Like we saw his corpse and Jason like dragging his body into the shack. And then that shot of Pamela, her eyes open Mm. and she smiles because there was an actress who played that role who was like underneath the table with her head like this. (laughs) Okay. Um, There is a shot of her on set dressed up as the mother, but they, or her face dressed up. But I don't know if that yeah, footage exists. Hmm. It would make sense because, you know, Jason would drag her out. But maybe there's still that tinge of, is this my mom or not? <laughs> or it's just too close because I think she's still wearing the sweater. Yeah. So it's like, maybe eh, and knock her out. He, does, he can't go through with it, but he does get Paul. Yeah. The mom's eyes opening doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so I'm glad they kind of cut that. <laughs> yeah, that would be dumb. But I would like to see that footage. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, so that's the end of the movie. Now, they were going to make... Part three be a continuation of this, and it was going to be Ginny in the hospital. Oh, too much like Halloween 2. But Halloween 2 came out, and they were like, well, we can't fucking do that. That's a smart move. We're just going to do something else. Although, I kind of wish they would have done that. Just because I like Ginny. But we've got to do something else. We're going to do the same thing that we always do. We're going to go to the (laughs) woods. We've got to do something different. The same. Let's go to camp. (laughs) All right, Joey. That was a long... This is long. But... (laughs) um, what are your thoughts on this movie? Um, seeing it uh, full through for the first time, uh, I actually enjoyed it because it was very low-key. Like, there wasn't a lot of, of plot to follow, you know. It, it was... I obviously don't know who Jason was, but yeah. seeing it, you, it would have been a surprise to see, oh, wow, Jason's back. It's not the mom. It's not somebody copycat. It actually is the kid. Yeah. And the sack was always a good touch. It's it's always nice to see, like, you're a, a movie monster that you're very familiar with have a different look before mm-hmm. he gets into his final his final form. Yeah. And but it was it was it was very like, kind of high speed. There were some slow parts, but you know, there were some good deaths. They sent most of the counselors away to the bar mm-hmm. so you know they weren't going to get killed. Um that but, is an interesting point is like there was a lot of survivors in this yes, movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, he's learning still. <laughs> he'll, get, he'll get it. He'll get it figured out. But good deaths, mm-hmm. you know, a lot a very good chasing, which was very reminiscent of, of just like with Franklin and, uh, and Mark uh, mm-hmm. of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Very long chasing that kind of puts you on edge. I'm sure the people in the movie theater were sitting on the edge of their seats as totally. he's jumping out, you know, trying to grab her. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that very, very iconic shot, very well done of him hauling ass toward the window. Yeah. And it's just like, get, yeah. get, there's nowhere you can go. You're stuck in there now. Yeah. And you're in his house right. <laughs> with his dead mom's head. But yeah, it was a very, I, I, watching it, like it went by really fast. So it was a very fun mm-hmm. 80s old horror movie it was good yeah so what do you rate it on a scale of zero to five pamela Voorhees heads i would give it uh three and three quarters pamela Voorhees head three and three quarter oh this is our first three quarters (laughs) (laughs) what do you want three and a half or four i'll just go four we'll do four four Four. that's a high rating shit because i've seen a lot of bad 80s horror movies but this one this one was not this one was it was establishing jason Mm -hmm. and it was just fun to see him 
you know, be smaller yeah. and getting into it because he's not quite a man yet. You yeah. know, in the later ones, he is a man and he's big and he's got the hockey mask. But this yeah. was it was fun to see him to go around and be unmasked for the first time. Yeah. Cool. Um, I really like this movie. I So I think I gave the first one two and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this better. I think it's a better movie than Friday the 13th, uh, the original one, which I think is... Most people, it seems like Friday the 13th is kind of like, oh, it's such a great movie. Like, it's okay. It's, yeah. just, it's just okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this movie, I thought the kills were better. I thought the music was better. The atmosphere was better. I just feel like everything was improved. Um, the direction was better. I think the acting was better. I'm going to give it a better rating. So. Yeah. <laughs> that said, I still think there are better entries in this series that we'll eventually get to. So I also got to kind of keep that in mind. So I'm going to give this one a three. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you, except for the fact that I gave the first one two and a half. I'm going to give this one also two and a half. It is better, but only slightly. So I'm going to go two and a half heads. Um, it it's a, The movie is a lot of fun. Um, you know, as far as Friday the 13th films, I think that at, at one point in my life, this was my favorite one. I don't know what changed uh, me, probably. Uh, <laughs> and viewing the other films a little bit more and seeing them, it probably falls around spot three or four if I was going to rank them all on my favorites. It's definitely better than the first one. And, and to David's point, it's like everybody like holds the original ones up with so so much regard. It's but okay. it's like, meh. I mean, it's it's uh, it's all right. Um, Ginny Amy Steele is my favorite final girl of any horror film, um, and and her she's also the final girl on April Fool's Day, and that's right. She's awesome in that movie too, and I just wish she would have done a lot more work than this. But um, and and I wish they would have continued the story uh, in that part three that they were mm-hmm. planning. Although then we wouldn't have gotten Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, and I'll save my thoughts for that on another <laughs> thing. But that would suck. Her sweater trick was good. Yeah, her sweater, the sweater trick. trick. Yeah. yeah, the Jason with the bag on the head. Pretty cool. I, that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Like the <laughs> hockey mask is iconic, but the bag on the head just seems so much more realistic, right? Like the hockey mask is like okay, that's cool. They put a hockey mask on him. It's better. It's less generic. But you would think if someone was gonna, it's like the Zodiac. You know the oh the hood. Yeah, yeah like yeah, that yeah. drawing that they do of yeah. the Zodiac. It's like fuck, man. That is creepy. If I saw a motherfucker come up to me with that, More, yeah, I, I would have died of a heart attack. Little <laughs> show, so uh, I'm gonna give it two and a half. So what is that? That's a three point one seven overall. Three point one seven. How the fuck did that work? <laughs> David's three? good math. Yeah. Five and a half plus four, nine and a half. Well, Three point yeah. one six 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 with a line over it. Yeah, or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll call it. Well, yeah, that's what it is. But it's around a three. I think that's probably a good rating for it. Um, like I said, it's better than the first one, and I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's definitely a lot of fun. I think there was a slow a slow build but once people started dying and those counselors started yeah. getting it that second half to joey's point just clips along yeah he did not stop he was yeah. he was gonna take that whole camp down yeah he was pissed <laughs> <laughs> all right so the second film that we uh, looked at was a nightmare on elm street 2 freddy's revenge from 1985 directed by jack shoulder written by david chaskin based on characters by Wes Craven, stars Mark Patton as Jesse Walsh, Kim Myers as Lisa Weber, Robert England as Freddy Krueger, also the bus driver at the beginning of the movie, Robert Russler as Ron Grady, Clue Gulliger as Ken Walsh, and Marshall Bell as Coach Schneider. This movie came out November 1st, 1985, budget $3 million, box office 
thirty million dollars. Another good return. Wow. That's this crazy. movie was actually quite a hit. <laughs> People were wanting to see more Freddy more after Freddy, the first please. Nightmare on Elm Street. This movie also takes place, funny enough, five years after the events of the first movie. Hmm. So it's so. a time travel movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, much like yeah. uh, Friday the 13th Part 2. 13, Interesting. Part two. Um, but uh, the movie is about uh, Jesse Walsh and, his, and the Walsh family. They move into the house that Nancy uh, and her family and her mom, I guess. Dad got a really good deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, lived in. And like I said, it's five years. So people in town are really kind of, I guess, they're just like, oh, she was just a crazy, a crazy old girl who saw, saw her, her boyfriend, boyfriend get murdered. Yeah. yeah. She saw yeah. Johnny Depp get killed. But also, <laughs> they don't mention that her best friend got killed as well as the person who presumably murdered her best friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, we'll leave those. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> to <Talk> the side. <laughs> but. Um, but Jesse and his family move in. It opens up with this kind of weird dream sequence where Jesse's on a bus and, uh, there's a couple of girls who he gets stuck on the bus with that were kind of making fun of him. But then when shit starts hitting the fan and all of a sudden Freddie is the bus driver, they like, Oh, protect us. us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oddly enough, one of those girls was in the show, just the 10 of us. Which also, Heather Langenkamp was in the show, Just the Ten of Us. Hmm. Also, Brooke Thies, who was in part four, was in Just the Ten of Us. So three of the main four sisters in Just the Ten of Us were all in Nightmare on Elm Street films. Wow. That's interesting. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping knowledge left and right. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, Just the Ten of Us was a spinoff to Growing Pains, for those of you who don't know. Uh, it's a pretty dumb movie, or dumb TV show, but I watched it. Uh, so yeah. So then Freddie comes out in this dream and, uh, Mark pa- or Jesse, I'll call him Jesse, uh, wakes up out of this dream and he's sweating like a pig. He is. Yeah. It's yeah. hot in this house. Yeah. Something's wrong with the, the, you gotta fix the thermostat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems to be a theme, right? Him being all sweaty. Yeah. He's always sweaty yeah. in this movie. Like, and that house is so hot. <laughs> well, we'll get to that <laughs> later, but that house is fucking hot. Um, but he wakes up out of his dream and he like screams. And his sister's like, "Why can't Jesse wake up like normal? Why can't he wake up like a normal person?" Yeah, because he's like, "Ah!" Yeah. Yeah, he has a very high pitched scream. He, he does. does. He 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 goes for it. Now, one thing that I will say about this movie, um, and there's there's been a lot written about it, and there's been a lot documented about this. In fact, there's a documentary out called Scream Queen. My Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, that is about Mark Patton. It's on Shudder right now. Yeah, it's really good. It's awesome. Yeah, I really like it. Even if you don't like horror movies, the story, the human story about this person, Mark Patton, is is just a great it's story. It's really good. Um, but it talks about the subtleness, not so subtleness, of the gay undertones, overtones, subtext of this movie, and how um it's basically like the way that I look at it is that the character of Jesse is trying to like determine whether he's gay or straight. Yeah. And it's like his conflict with himself. And that's what Freddie represents. Freddie represents him being gay and what he thinks about being gay is evil. He thinks it's a monster. And it's yeah. a monster inside of him. And he's got this girl who's trying to lead him to go straight, you know, come make out with me. And he makes out with her. And then he's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. And then he's got his friend, Grady, um, uh, Robert Russler, who's like his crush, 
right? Mm-hmm. It's a guy who he wants to be with. He wants to sleep in the same room. He they wants wrestle. To, yeah. They wrestle around. <laughs> and they were antagonists, right? They hated each other. Yeah, first. but but it's kind of like this love, hate, yeah. love, yeah. love, hate type thing. And so that's all represented in this movie. Okay, that that's me now looking back on this. When I watched this movie when I was a kid, and, and when I'm I was sure. seven, I had I, I didn't pick up on anything. No, yeah. but when you watch it now, you're like, well, fucking duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all it's so very evident. That's to me what this movie is about, and we'll 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 talk about what happens in the movie. But to me, that's what this movie is about. As I look through it from now eyes, and I'm sure you guys get the same. Right. Type yeah. Of, oh, yeah. <clears throat> I just wanted to get that out of the way right now, so we can talk about other things. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is very, it is very evident. You know what it pisses me off too? Well, I'll talk about this when I talk about that Scream Queen doc- documentary in my review. But um, the he he goes to school. He's like this new kid. He's got this girl friend. Her name's Lisa. By the way, doesn't she look like a young Meryl Streep? Yes, yes, yeah, she, she does. I watched it with my wife, and I said it, and she's like, "I was just thinking that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those small eyes that are very recognizable. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and she's got like this uh, very soft, like porcelain type skin. Yeah, and she's she's a redhead, but but she looks just like she her. looks like yeah. she looks like she could be Meryl Streep's daughter. Yeah, right, definitely. Um, but she's like his friend, and uh, they kind of have the hotsy totsies for each other. She's like rich though. Yeah, and he's not. So there's a little bit of that, like she has an amazing backyard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll see yeah, she that does. at the party scene. <laughs> yep. But uh, he he goes to school and they're they're like in gym class or whatever. And this guy Grady, uh, well like, his <laughs> name is Ron Grady, but they call him just Grady. Yeah. He's like kind of the cool guy, but he's the dickhead also. Mm-hmm. Right. And he and Jesse get into a fight playing softball. <laughs> Pulls his pants off. Yeah. Yeah. De-pantses him. Yeah. He's just wearing his jock strap. I'm, I'm so glad we didn't have to wear jock straps. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's bad enough. You know, I was telling my kids, I was like, you know, when I was in like junior high, even elementary school for gym class, like we had to take showers. Right. And it was like the showers in this movie where it was like a group, like you walked into yeah. a, a group shower. Don't look at my balls. <laughs> <laughs> um but at my son's school, like they have showers, they're individual stalls and it's like optional. Like you don't have yeah, to take that's a shower. Awesome. Yeah. Me and David had that elementary school optional showers that were stalled. High school was the group. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, thanks. I'll pass. No, ours weren't optional at all. <laughs> and it was like, you have to take a shower and it's like, fuck. Yeah. I was like, I don't even take a shower at home, let alone <laughs> doing the Jason thing. You take baths. <laughs> you like to pamper yourself. Yeah. I'm like uh, Corey Haim in The Lost Boys. <laughs> yes. Bath <laughs> beads and everything. Yeah. Yep. Singing along to Mr. Like, Bubble. 1950s duet. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <clears throat> so uh, they get in a fight and we we meet the gym teacher, the coach. Schneider, who's a dick. Yeah, he's real asshole. But Grady yeah. says, like, uh, he gets his rocks off on this because he goes to an S&M bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm like, I was like, all right. Like, oh. He's into S&M, and he yeah. hangs out at an S&M bar. You find out it's true. Yeah. Um. So, Jesse's been having these dreams. He's, you know, unpacking his room. Uh, Lisa comes over. She kind of helps him unpack, and they discover. <laughs> a hold me, baby. Drive me crazy. Touch me all night long. <laughs> I I remembered that dance scene being a lot longer. Yeah, I thought yeah. so too. Yeah, but it's it was really only short, like five seconds. Right. I was like, hmm. 
Then it takes his, a, his little pop cap gun at the end. <laughs> this that's, yeah, that's another thing. Uh, and it pops off right when she walks right? <laughs> Also, he has a sign on his door that says, uh, it, originally the sign says, no out-of-town checks, but he took a piece of white tape and he oh, wrote yeah, and an chicks. and it says, no out-of-town out of chicks. chicks. It's like, no chicks? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, there's no subtleties here. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Like, I would, yeah. He also has a board game in his uh, closet called Probe. I saw that. Oh, yeah, I did Dude, too, I had yeah. that game as a kid. Oh, really? Well, I had Probe. Anyway, uh, what is Probe? I don't really remember, <laughs> but I definitely had it. And it had something to do with colors, I think. I don't know. I'll have to look it up later. But yeah, I had it. Hell, my, it might still be at my parents' house. Oh, with board games. Yeah, there's a Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street board something. game there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You have the Nightmare on Elm Street board game right here in front of us. Yeah, signed by um, Robert England and the mother from the first one. Let's just play that. What is yeah. that game? Um, it's, uh, I bought it at Spencer's <laughs> or my brother did. Yeah. And when we were kids after we Remember saw Spencer's, yeah, oh, yeah. it was a great store. But you know, after we saw part two, when we rented it from the thing, like we went Freddy nuts. Yeah. So we were getting everything. When we saw that and we forced our dad to buy it for us. What year? So you said you were seven. What year would that have been? I, I would the... say we found that probably around 88 or 89. So that's the year that like Freddy blew up. Yeah. Cause I just did a video on our YouTube channel about this, uh, max effects. <laughs> yeah <laughs> this fucking uh, action the figure action figure thing but right around that time like matchbox came out with the talking freddy doll and it was like let's be friends right. it's like what this guy's <laughs> a fucking child murderer right. <laughs> yeah where's the welcome to prime time bitch yeah I pull a no. and make him say that no they made him like very cartoonish so what do you do in the game it's a card game the game is very fun it's actually kind of like the the jason um the friday the 13th new video game now it's you have uh, i believe it's two to five players that are kids and then one person gets to be jay's or uh, freddy so at the game uh, the board map is kind of like an hourglass it's long at both ends and then it shrinks down into the middle one side's the dreamland and one side's the real land and it's of course it's divided at the middle mm. so mm. as the kids you start along the bottom of dream world because you're all asleep and you get five cards each and so does freddy gets his killer cards and then you roll the dice as you're moving and it's like a labyrinth like you can't just go straight to the middle you have to like, kind of go around and like a, a pattern, but then if like Jason has like a card, Freddy. yeah, or I'm sorry, I keep saying That's Jason. Okay. Uh, Freddie has a card that says something like, um, um, you're in causing intense fear. You can add four spaces to your next move. So if he rolls a four, he can move eight spaces. Mm. And you're trying to, if you're Freddie, you're trying to kill them before they get home. And at the opposite end of the boards is all their houses. And so as a kid, you also have cards that help you like, you know, Freddie attacks a mirror instead of you. So if he gets ah. you, you can... Play, play that card and you that can, sounds like a fucking complicated yeah, game though. it was like we didn't understand <laughs> the rest it of the episode we should just play that it. game be like okay yeah joey uh rolled a five <laughs> one two three but four, five. we're the okay. board game podcast yeah. where we, just, we don't talk about the board we games just play. we just play them yeah, yeah. but that's it's narrate. kind of it's kind of like the, uh, how it is now it's like both both sides can kind of win and there's losers mm. and winners so yeah if there's five kids if you're freddie you can say well three of them made it but at least i got to kill two yeah and then of course the two two people lost but the other three kids won like yeah. me playing friday the 13th yeah. last night. I, I killed that one guy exactly yeah. not really because <laughs> <laughs> he came back as tommy, tommy jarvis and escaped um that is like um uh, the game well you have mixtape massacre right yeah and then i have a game i forget what it's called i haven't played it yet but it's like camp blood or something it's like oh yeah friday you the 13th, it to me, yeah. but not right um 
but it's very similar to that style of game. We should play that sometime. Yeah. We should. Not tonight. Let's do it. Actually, I actually have another game like that. It's a, a Yellowstone game. <laughs> My brother got in Yellowstone, and it's one side's the predators, one side's the prey. It's the same the game, just rebranded. Exactly. It's, oh, that's <laughs> awesome. There's, that's there's a lot of games in the 80s that were like that. I was kind of surprised like, kind looking of back on it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so Lisa is helping uh, Jesse clean out his closet. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I found something in your closet. What? <laughs> and it was a, a diary. And Jesse's kind of like, oh, it looks like a diary. Wouldn't you be like, holy fuck, what is that? Yeah. And then like knowing it was the journal of the person that supposedly went crazy, be like, yeah, give me that. Yeah. So they start reading it and it's Nancy's diary from part one. And she's talking about how Freddie comes to her in his dreams. Well, this affects Jesse because he's like, thinking in himself he's like i've seen this uh, guy yeah, i've with seen claws. that guy <laughs> but he doesn't say anything no, no. just because that weird look on his he's face. thinking it yeah. yeah um some more shit happens it gets really fucking hot in the house <laughs> so <laughs> so much so that the parakeet like blows up <laughs> yeah you yeah i was the, like did they feed it a bunch of alka-seltzer or something well, or? So, you get the thing that like one fell asleep because the little girl's like Shh, the parents are sleeping or whatever <laughs> They're and then one bird. dies from birds. having a nightmare. I guess Freddie can also get pets' dreams. And then the other one goes well, just bad. That's nuts. what pissed me off was because like that was real. Like that wasn't a dream. Like yeah. so it's like what? Yeah. And the parents and were like, oh, it's got to be like some sort of prank or the thermostat is like or the gas. Dude, a bird a just leak. exploded. Right. Well, a gas leak would make more sense than what the dad charges Jesse with sticking a, a cherry, cherry bomb, bomb up its ass or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like how would you do that? That's like <laughs> come that's, here. That's a weird thing that's like this one that's not really about the other movies is that all the kills in this one are pretty much taking place in real time. Yes. He's being possessed. Yeah. Freddie is being a possessor it, instead yeah, of a Yeah, we're going to talk about uh-huh. that in the reviews, uh, I'm sure. But <laughs> uh, So that happens. Jesse gets pissed off. Coach gets got, I think. Well, yeah. So Jesse wakes up from a dream and he goes down to the S&M bar for whatever reason. Now, I didn't know if he was dreaming or if no, it was that real. No, that was real. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it was, was real. real. And then the coach catches him there, and he's and he's like, "Yep, you're in trouble. You got to go do laps yeah. and take a shower." That was yeah. If what? I was a seven, you know, sixteen, seventeen, the last thing I would do is at you know eleven, twelve at night, if my gym teacher wearing leather says you have to come with me to the high school and take a shower. No. Well, that would no. be like, <laughs> fuck you. We're not in school. Exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. here on my own free time. Right. Yeah, just like you, bitch. Yeah. Just like you, leather daddy. <laughs> you leather daddy, bitch. Uh, it's brutal master get it straight <laughs> and doesn't the coach take out jump ropes and set them on the desk like he's planning something to do with jesse i don't know i think i think you might be right yeah. like he's there's something a weird little with the s&m jump ropes. thing going on maybe not ray but you know maybe just a little <laughs> i mean a little is, light because he's underage yeah a little, so a little slight torture maybe some whipping or something like that but well, it's just that's whatever. one of the things in this movie it's like well we gotta read the novelization yeah. yeah i'm sure it's in there there's some fan fiction about coach schneider <laughs> i'm sure uh, uh, so, but you're right. The coach does get got because all of a sudden the jump ropes become possessed, and he gets attacked by a bunch of balls. Yes, yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They yeah. Come but he gets tied up in the shower, and uh, Jesse comes in, and the coach is like getting tail snapped. He's getting tail yeah. snapped, and then yes. he gets sliced with the with the glove yeah. in the back. But then we look, and Jesse's wearing Jesse's the glove. glove. And he's like, <gasps> "What the fuck did I just do?" But he hightails it out of there. Oh, there's also the the line where Freddie meets Jesse and he says, "You got the body and I got the brain." Yeah, and he like pulls back. That was his, a good effect. That yeah. was cool. And you see his brain. That was kind of yeah. cool. I think when that happens, you get another awesome Jesse scream. 
Yeah, yes. that's right. Yep, yep. <laughs> there was also a line in that Fresh Prince uh, song, "The Nightmare on My Street." <laughs> like, you got the body, and I've got the brain. <laughs> <On> my street. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I think the Fat Boys did a Nightmare on Elm Street song as well. Awesome. I remember them. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the Fat, but the Fat Boys one was like, like um, legit. Like yeah. they had the rights. Fresh Prince didn't have the Ew. rights, so the video for the Fresh Prince one is like, it, it's a guy who looks like Freddie, mm. right? But and he never says Elm Street; always says My oh, Street. My Street. Right? Yeah. My Street. And he, the only thing he says is it's a guy who's burnt like a weenie, and his name is Fred. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> thing he says. That's right. He comes to The Fresh fucking Will Smith. All of his raps were the same, like cadence. Yeah, it's like I pulled up. The house about they could all have been the same song. Yeah. To the cameo home, smell you later. <laughs> There's a nightmare on That's my street <laughs> in Bel Air. <laughs> nightmare, nightmare in Bel Air. That's ooh, that's that good. Should have been the that's really good. <laughs> that's crazy though that he's been up in front except for like maybe a year or two between the end of French Prince and then Independence Day. Will Smith has just been there up front <laughs> yeah. like for decades. Yeah. yeah, and he's like the highest paid actor. In Hollywood, like yeah. him in The Rock, and he was never in a Freddy Krueger movie. Bunch of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Has he ever been in a horror movie? Well, I guess. Uh, what's that one about? Oh, the, I am Legend. I am Legend. Yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. of a horror movie. Yeah. yeah, kind of. They remade it into more of a horror movie, I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, shit happens. Oh, the <laughs> uh, Schneider dies. Uh, Lisa's having a party. Jesse goes. He's he's freaking out. He's taking no dose, drinking caffeine. <laughs> Even his mom's like, oh, you look like you rested well. Right after he killed Coach uh, (laughs) Schneider. She's like, you look uh, good. And he's all, fuck off. (laughs) He's like, I haven't slept in like 14 days. Um, But he goes to this party. And Lisa's like, let's fuck in the cabana. (laughs) So they start going at it. And then like his tongue. His tongue is really long. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, whoa, my tongue. It's like something out of Nutty Professor. Like, he's like, oh, shit. He's got transforming. <laughs> she doesn't seem to mind. She's just still into it. Yeah, she was like, uh, and use it on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. And down and you go. Down you go. <laughs> but instead, he goes over to Grady's house and, and he says, uh, rejects uh, Jenny for Grady. Yep. yep. And he says, uh, let me sleep here. Mm. And Grady's like, fine. And he's like, just watch me. He's like, I'm just gonna stay over here. You just <laughs> yeah, just watch, just watch me. <laughs> Hold me, baby. He's like, Why are you singing what? that song? Touch me. Oh no, no reason. Oh, All night long. long. <laughs> and we're done. And popped. Uh, but Grady's like, all right, cool. You sleep here because Grady's becoming a friend of his. Like they've gotten in trouble yeah, together yeah. so many times that they're just like, whatever. They're cool with each other. So Grady watches him and. At one point, he's like, this is fucking boring. I'm tired. Sleep well, young yeah. prince. He's him sleeping. He's like, all right, night. Night, Captain. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> um, it's during this moment that Freddy busts out of Jesse. Dude, that effect is awesome. Yeah. When he rips out of his body, it's fucking awesome. It's yeah. really cool. He comes out of him, and Grady's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then uh, uh, Grady gets got. Yeah. Well, his parents are on the other side of the door. Right. The gore just slides off Freddy as he finally steps out of it. Yep. And then right after Grady gets killed, Jesse is standing there again with the glove, and he looks in the mirror, and it's the reflection is Freddy. Right. And Freddy's like, hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> and 
he's like fuck you and he throws the glove at the mirror breaks it and then he's like i gotta get out of here the cops were already there but he sneaks out like he's <laughs> yeah. really stealth his cops are real flat foots yep. yeah <laughs> they're like the cops from crystal lake there's just one guy he's like, yeah <laughs> you were watching the door you should have been watching the window <laughs> you should have been watching the other door <laughs> but uh jesse goes back to the party He's like, well, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Go get my drink on. <laughs> Goes back to the party covered in blood. He tells yeah. Lisa, he's like, he's Je- uh, Freddy's inside me. Yeah. He wants to take me. Yep. And I just <laughs> killed Grady. I killed Coach Schneider. And I tried to kill my sister the other night. Yeah, you want to go back to the cabana though? Yeah, but that's tongue's t- still nice like, and long. I'm going to kill that punan. <laughs> <laughs> that's the type of girl you want, though. You tell her all that, and you're covered she in blood. And she's you. like, "Hey, yeah, whatever, man, come on over." <laughs> <laughs> she's still like, "We'll get through this. Yes. We'll get through this." I got your back. Though. So he's like, it, "He's like, no, it's happening again. I'm going to transform." He's like, "Fucking werewolf, American werewolf in London." <laughs> he is. I'm going to change. And, and she's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> then it gets really hot. Yeah, to the so fish boil, mm-hmm. and then blow up. It's hot outside. The pool party is happening. The pool's like turns into a jacuzzi. People yeah, are like burning like bubbling. up. Um, and then up, out comes Freddy Krueger. Yep. It's not Jesse anymore. Yeah, and is he like? But did you notice he's not wearing the glove? His the claws are coming out of his fingertips. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did notice that. That bothered the fuck. I don't out like of that. Me. Yeah, because he threw the glove. He threw the glove at the mirror in Grady's house and left it behind. Right. So is that what happens? I guess. Then yeah. and then he doesn't have the glove for the rest of the movie. That's He's, fucking annoyed. Yeah, like, yeah. Fucking it's, Wolverine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad they. Didn't, I'm glad they didn't keep that up. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he even says like, "I'm Jesse now. Yeah, you're all my children. Yeah, yeah. Some Whatever. bullshit. Yeah. But he goes. He goes, uh, him and, oh, he's kind of a wuss, though, Freddy, because Lisa is throwing him around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's not doing a good job. I think he cuts her once, but, yeah, in the ankle. But anyway, she goes, uh, he goes out to the party, and he starts killing people left yeah. and right. Yeah. And then finally, um, who says something? Is it? Oh, Lisa, Lisa says, confronts Freddy. Lisa's like, you have no power here or yeah. something. She kisses him. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck you. And he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I know where he's going. So she hops in the old car and drives down to this. Uh, oh, the, where the, the factory, the factory. Yeah. where he worked. I guess. I guess. I always thought he worked in a preschool. I thought, I thought he worked a, at a high, like at a school, like yeah. in the boiler room. I don't know what the fuck he yeah, did. Whatever. Yeah. I don't <laughs> it, know. it changes. It changes. But anyway, <laughs> she goes into the factory. She's confronted by two child face dogs yeah dude two, those dogs look stupid yeah like, they're like rottweilers with like with freddy masks. faces yeah they got the mask from happy death day on <laughs> <laughs> but like <laughs> it looked ridiculous what, what does that represent i don't know i i, I want to think those are some of the kids souls that freddy that's has, what i thought too when i first them watched, watched it yeah but like knows? even when i was a kid i thought oh those are like kids but right. then i'm like why are it's they really dogs? stupid yeah they're the hounds of hell just maybe to notify him that somebody's here but then why why would he is that but it's home? like the yeah. real. It's like the real world. It's not the dream world. Exactly right. Yeah, that's that's a lot of things. Is that this whole movie is everything's taking place in real world. There's no dreams in this one. Yeah. Yep. Except yeah, that's for the gonna, school bus gonna, parts. That's yeah. going to come into my yeah. review too. So yeah, anyway, a, Lisa goes in there, and Freddie confronts her, and it's kind of like this whole confrontation. Like is like two minutes long. Like it's mm-hmm. like nothing. Yeah, it's she very, just goes, Jesse, I know you're in there, and he's like, Oh, I'm in here, Lisa. <laughs> and then it's like this uh, mouth, Lisa, just kill me. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm not gonna kill you. I love you. All she needs is all he needs is fucking true love's kiss. There you right. go. 
she kisses him and then like Freddie dies and he comes out of Freddie. Yeah. yeah. And they hug. And he's all slimy. And yeah. They hug. And then it's like a beautiful morning. Yeah, yeah. He triumphantly kind of struts to the bus. Yeah, every, right. everybody forgets the multiple murders that yeah. just happened. Yeah, no. yeah. I got to go to school. And even the chick on the, even Lisa's friend on the bus, she's like, "Great party last night." And I'm like, "Didn't like Everyone five died. kids die? Your boyfriend just got killed." <laughs> we've, yeah. talked about, we've talked about this before. The show is like in these high school movies, like truancy is like a really big deal. Like we got to go to school like very yes. next day. Yeah, we don't care that everybody died. No, yeah. we're all going to school because Grady and Ronnie were an item, right? And then. I don't. Your I don't, boyfriend's dead. They yeah. were kind of, but even even if they weren't an item, like he was definitely a friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There should be some mourning going right. on. Yeah, but like, no, it's a great day at school. You know? Yep. <laughs> so they're riding the bus, and then the bus just starts going faster and faster. He's like, no, no. He's like, yeah, it's going too fast. And then the girl's like, just relax. Because yeah, then the bus stops, and they yeah. pick up somebody. And it's like, yeah. oh, well, okay. Yeah. And then. The girl's like, you really need to just... <laughs> <laughs> the the glove comes, glove right, out comes right out of her stomach. <laughs> and then the bus goes driving off into the desert. Like in the beginning of the movie. Yep. Yeah. Yep. End of movie. End of movie. What'd you think, Joey? Oh, it ended just like a lot of 80s horror movies. It's like, well, is that what real? Did it happen? Did they die? What's going on? Yeah, that was but, like the end of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 1, too. Uh, 1 as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. What, what is this? Yeah, when the mom gets pulled through the yeah. little window. Yeah, right. What the hell? Right. Yeah. And you're like, did that happen? Did it not? But then you find out in part two, yeah, she she killed herself in the living room when she was just pulled through the window. And did she? That's, that's what they that, said. That's what they're saying. That what happened oh. with Nancy and her mother? But oh, um, I didn't. I maybe I didn't they catch said, that. Yeah, the yeah. dad said that. I think. Mm. But yeah, it was just like I said, the first horror movie I saw as a kid. So it's got that special nostalgia. Yeah, definitely. But if I were to rate this, <laughs> which you are now, yeah, you must. It would be a, like a like a like a one point five. Okay. But with the nostalgia, I have to give it a two point five. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh okay. I I guess I get that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna give this two. Um, the movie is, it's slightly worse than the original, but I'm also, this goes back to Friday the 13th. Uh, The first Nightmare on Elm Street is not my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Um, I think a lot of people are like, oh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Wes Craven's Nightmare on Elm Street is great. It's like, "Mm, it's all right. The third one's way better Mm -hmm. than, than all of the other ones. Uh, the second one isn't as bad as people think it is, but it's also not that good. Um, I do kind of like the story. I kind of like the idea that like Freddie is trying to find a vessel. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that comes into play in like Dream Child too. Like he wants to be born. Yes. But this one is more of like a possession movie. Right. right? It's, yeah. And it's almost like a haunted house movie too. Yeah. If you really look at it, like the house is haunted. Like what happened to him like getting into the, we talked about this, dreams of all the kids in Elm Street and getting revenge on all the parents that burnt him and killed mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Like that was the whole premise of that first right. movie. Yeah, it's like a lot of tenants and rules went out the went out the window in yeah. this one. But Yeah, and 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 there's not enough of Freddy. No. No, he's barely in it. Yeah. And when he is in it, he's in the real world. Yes. Yes. It's like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not even really yeah. him. It's him and Jesse most of the time. Yeah. I will say this. Mark Patton, I think, did a great job. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. he's good. I think uh, people should watch that documentary. And also, he had the tough job of being the quote-unquote final girl. Mm-hmm. So a role that was traditionally for women, he played it as a male, and he got rescued by a female. Right. So this movie really did juxtapose mm-hmm. those positions. There was a strong woman who saved 
the the final girl being Mark Patton. Mm-hmm. Brought um, him back, yeah. So recommend watching that. Um, but uh, this is also, like I said, not that bad. It's probably fourth out of the eight Freddy movies, which includes Freddy vs. Jason and the remake, on my list. If I was to rank them, it's probably fourth. But I'm going to give it two Pamela Voorhees heads. All right. And I'm going to rank it a little lower. Um, so I give it a one and a half. So that's a two overall. But yeah, um, yeah my biggest gripes with the movie, you, you hit it, is there's no dream world. That was part of the what made the original so fun and the sequels is you can get really creative with the kills and they make sense when you're dreaming because everything makes sense when you're in a dream. But when you take that into the real world, now it's just dumb. And it's yeah. like, why is this happening? Like you, you created these rules and then you kind of just threw it out the door and it just doesn't make any sense. The kills I don't think are the kills in the first one are a lot better. Uh, and the kills, there's not even a lot of kills in this one. No, no. it's a lot of glove slashing. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do think some of the visual effects are really cool. Like the Freddy bursting out of Mark Patton's body and you know some of that stuff when he pulls his brain or whatever. I thought that stuff was really, really cool. Um, and I thought Mark Patton did a good job. The guy that played Grady did fine. Mm-hmm. Did you like the look of Freddy in this one? I thought he looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he looked cool. I thought their makeup was... Because they did a lot more close-ups in this one than they did in the first one, I, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, I haven't seen the first one in a while, but um, I thought he looked really... Yeah, there's a couple of terrifying shots of him kind of close, but he's got like dark... like like bright i don't know how dark and bright at the same time like red eyes like yeah piercing. Yeah, it's, it's creepy like, it's like how are you doing that that's yeah. awesome yeah because it looks almost looks like they're shining but you know they didn't have leds back no. in those days no and those are all practical effects right. too right. so but yeah freddie with red eyes is horrifying <laughs> <laughs> but yeah if i was going to stack rank this like in the whole franchise for me it's it's in the bottom half i don't know exactly where i'd put it but it's probably towards the bottom but well i will eh. tell you this it's not as bad as Final Freddy's Dead. It's not. It's you. Do you like Freddy versus Jason better? I do. The Pro- remake, probably. The, oh, the remake's awful. Yeah, um, I'd no. rate this above the remake. Yeah. So it's got to be like then like fifth, yeah, probably or sixth. Yeah, somewhere in there for you. Yeah. It's always got to be number two or three for me, just because it was a first horror movie. Yeah. So. No, there's a lot to be said about <laughs> nostalgia when it comes to that type yeah. of stuff. And I've got, and I'll probably say this in a future episode when we cover it, but uh. Part four was the first one I saw, so I've got some nostalgia towards that one. Right. Yeah. Well, if you have any thoughts on A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, or Friday the 13th Part 2, Jason's <laughs> Revenge, <laughs> there's no, there was no like addition to that one. <laughs> no. It was just this Friday the 13th Part 2. 2. They're like, listen. All right, this is the second Let's one. Get right to the point. <laughs> it was funny on both those intros. They like show, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two, Freddy's Revenge, or Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Yeah. On Friday Thirteenth, it was like, you know, he uses his eyes and everything, but it was like Friday Thirteenth, and then like explosion. Oh yeah. Part Two. I'm like, what is it, Michael Bay running this? <laughs> yeah. Is that his first job? Was the intro of this? Yeah. Boom. <laughs> What's with the explosion? That's yeah. <laughs> that's true. That was kind of weird. <laughs> Yeah, well, in the in, in uh, Friday Thirteenth Part One, it comes out and breaks the glass. Yeah, yeah. And this was even before Part Three, which was the three D effect. Yeah, but they were still doing that. <laughs> they're planting the seed. Yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, I can't wait till we get to the third one. <laughs> Give us yeah. that budget. <laughs> I got an idea. <laughs> 
Uh, but anyway, if you have any thoughts on either of those movies or anything else, you can contact us. How can they contact yeah, us? You can find us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, the Slasher app, we're the Swearwolves on all of those platforms. We are also the Swearwolves podcast on Instagram. We have the Swearwolves YouTube channel. Uh, you can go to swearwolves.com and leave a message or drop a comment there. You uh, can also you... buy a t-shirt. Oh, yeah, you also <laughs> buy our shit. <laughs> um, uh, and you can also uh, email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. All right. Well, I want to thank Joey for stopping by and yes. helping us out in this episode. Oh, thanks so much yeah, for thanks, having buddy. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. And Joe. Uh, those were part twos. And now I got to go take a number two. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave you to it. Leave me to, to it. it. Yeah. sit here in my own shit for the whole episode Aww. i don't ain't nobody you, got time for that? that just because you're like hey listen we're on a roll i just shit my pants but <laughs> got got, an hour but i'm a professional <laughs> i got itchy ass syndrome but i'm gonna pop through it oh, oh right, i mean a mud butterfly oh. from my butt cheeks yes all right let's do it girls all right i got piss speaking of piss speaking of piss i got shit having a ball and something about Elm Street was the movie we saw The way it started was decent, you know Nothing real fancy about this homeboy named Fred And this girl named Nancy But word when it was over, I said, yo, that was death And everything seemed alright when we left But when I got home and laid down to sleep That began the nightmare on my street in my room like an oven my bed soaked with sweat and man i was bugging i checked the clock it had stopped at 12 30 it had melted it was so darn hot and i was thirsty i wanted something cool to quench my thirst 
I thought to myself, yo, this heat is the worst But when I got downstairs, I noticed something was wrong I was home all alone, but the TV was on I thought nothing of it as I grabbed the remote I pushed the power button, and then I almost choked When I heard this awful voice coming from behind It said, Man, I ain't even wait to see who it was Broke outside in my drawers and screamed so long cause Got halfway up the block, I calmed down and stopped screaming Then thought, oh I get it, I must be gaming I strolled back home with a grin on my grill I figured since this is a dream, I might as well get ill I walked in the house, the big bad fresh prince But Freddy killed all that noise real quick He grabbed me by my neck and said Here's what we'll do, we got a lot of work here Me and you, the souls of your friends, you and I will claim I said, yo, Fred, I think you got me all wrong. I ain't partners with nobody with nails that long. Look, I'll be honest, man, this team won't work. The girls won't be on you, Fred, your face is all burned. Fred got mad and his head started steaming. But I thought, what the hell, I'm only dreaming. I said, please leave, Fred, so I can get some sleep. But give me a call, and maybe we'll hang out next week. I pat him on the shoulder, said, thanks for stopping by. Then I opened up the door and said, take care, guy. He got mad. And slashed my shirt I laughed at first and thought, hold up, that hurt It wasn't a dream, man, this guy was for real I said, Freddy, uh, how it's been an awful mistake here No further words, and then I darted upstairs Crashed through my door, then jumped on my bed Pulled the covers up over my head Said, oh, please do something with Fred He jumped on my bed, went through the covers with his claws Tried to get me, but my alarm went off And then silence it was a whole new day, I thought <laughs> I wasn't scared of him anyway Until I noticed those rips in my sheets And that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street Oh man, I gotta call Jeff, I gotta call Jeff Come on, come on Come on, Jeff, answer! Wake up, Jeff, wake up. What do you want? Jeff, wake up, man. Listen to me, Jeff. It's 3 o'clock Jeff, in the listen, what Jeff, you would want? you listen to me? Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Man. Jeff, listen to me. No, don't no. go to sleep, I'll talk Jeff. To you tomorrow. Jeff, I'm going Jeff. To bed.